Hello and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine. And I don't think we can call it Movie Theater Time Machine. Wrapping up Henry Winkler Month, we have a tribute, very special one. Tribute to Fonzie. It's your birthday and you don't give a damn. Yeah. And well, kind of go on TV time machine a little bit. Here. Yeah. Like a, little, a little, little bit like days of old. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit like days like of old here. Happy, yeah. Like happy days of old, maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> True. Or based so, on one of the episodes, sad nights. Of old. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get into that when we get to it. So um, I figured I wanted to try to get something into it. Uh, Peter, can you help us out? Please rise. <laughs> now sit on it. <laughs> the Fonz be with you and also with you. Let us A. Now that, I, I just, that is from an episode of uh, Family Guy, season four, episode 18, The Father, Son, and the Holy Fonz. Probably one of the funnier episodes of the older seasons where Peter started a religion based on Fonzie. And it just, to me, I'm like, like, I'm like, yeah, I probably would have done that back when I was an ordained minister. <laughs> yeah. that like, it's kind of like the Church of Bacon. Yeah. And um, but I, I am a member of the Church of the Dude. All right. Yeah. The Church of Bacon, I think, is pretty cool. I've heard, the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, I've heard the Pastafarians get a little weird. Yeah. But the Church of Bacon, I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's still, there's a Church of Bacon. I am, the, I, am a, I am an ordained minister from the Church of the Dude itself. Is that I, what they renamed us? Yeah. Um, you know, it church, really ties yeah. the room together. Yeah. <laughs> church of Lebowski. You know, and to me, I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. You know, that'd, that'd be kind of cool. You just wanted to marry people. This yeah. Isn't, this isn't no. man, This is bowling. There yeah. are rules. <laughs> so for us, uh, we explore today a couple episodes of of uh, of the life of Fonzie and Happy Days, and we chose. I chose an episode from season two, four, and season five. So that basically fills up a movie's worth. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and, and I watched them wildly out of order. It's yeah. going to be entertaining. Yeah. And th these itself, I mean, they're really a lot, a lot of fun. Um, to me, I just to get into it myself, like Happy Days was a show that much like you did with the Muppets. Yeah. When it came on the TV, it meant everything was okay. Yeah. You know, everything was fine for a little while. You kind of just sat and you just watched Fonzie and I watched that. I'm like, okay, this is all right. You know, this yeah. is fine it's for like, now. It's like me. As long as there are Muppets, it's going to be okay. Yeah. How long did Happy Days run before Fonzie came on and stole the show? Uh, he, uh, was he was on in the first season. Breakout. I was going to say, yeah, he yeah. was definitely in... We saw an episode from the second season, so yeah. he was definitely there and kind of a focal point. Maybe not the main focal point, no. but he was, no. he was there. No, the first episode that was chosen was uh, Guess Who's Coming to Christmas. Uh, this Christmas one in July, is, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's so goddamn hot lately. Yeah. Well, humbug. They have well, they, they could probably relate in Australia because yeah. they, yes. they have Christmas and summer there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So this is season two, Barbecue episode eleven, and this uh, particular episode I chose because it is a it is a catalyst episode. Oh. Um, this is where it starts that Fonzie gets a little more comfortable with the Cunninghams. He feels more like the family. And eventually it leads to him moving upstairs above the garage. Yeah. 
So when he gets to that apartment, he feels a lot better. But at this point, Fonzie <laughs> is still the biker rebel. But CBS wanted, um, there's a scene there and we get to it, we get to it. But uh, there's a scene that illustrates the problem CBS had with uh, a biker being portrayed as a good guy on TV for a little while. <laughs> where Fonzie had to be a character and less of a person for a little while, and he was always seen on his bike. Well, he, you know, he was like an unexpected breakout yeah. hit, though, on um, the show. Fon- well, Fonzie as a character is yeah. kind of... I'm, I'm, all right, th- this might come off as a bit mean, but he's toxic masculinity, the character. Yeah. Like, like even through into season five with yeah. the episode we're, we're watching, like, that far in, it's just like, this is still like, no, I can't, I, I can't, you know, admit that I, that I need help, but yeah. I need this, no. Well, there, yeah. There, yeah, there is, there's a lot of that, but he does soften a lot through the series. Yeah. And when you get to that one, I mean, we are talking about the Jump the Shark episode. Mm. Um, Which I always thought was on his motorcycle. Why yeah. did I think it was on his Because he jumped camp? Yeah, that- he did. There was right. there was an episode in season three into four where he jumped cans on his motorcycle to do an evil evil Knievel type stunt. Okay, so I'm putting yeah. I'm I'm conflating you're, the two. Yeah, you're right. just blending the two a bit. Yeah, where he did that and that was um the show went on a brief hiatus. I actually when we we're talking about it, I said it was a cliffhanger for seasons. Yeah. Um but the show went on a hiatus for two months. So Fonzie jumps the cans, it freeze frame, and it goes to credits, and you didn't hear anything for months on end. For months on end, he might be dead. Yeah, it just is he dead? Is he alive? Is he dead? He's alive. Who shot Jr. Yeah, Yeah, and it turns out he was fine. Maybe Simpson shot Jr. Yeah, Homer Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) But um, the episode first starting with guess who's coming to Christmas. Uh, it's 1974, December 17, 1974, season two, episode 11. This episode is rated as one of the best episodes of Happy Days, hands down. And this is the one I watched last. Yes. <laughs> and it's not really, uh, there's not really much to it, but, you know, at the shelf of it. So Fonzie is, uh, you know, one guy who's coming in and he is... Very generous, loves Christmas, but he has cousins he's going to see in Waukesha. In, in, uh, yeah, and the cousins themselves are, you know, they have this really big spread, and oh my god, they are wonderful, presents everywhere, and a nine-foot tree. And they got a living room three times the size of you. Yes. This only comes up when he, he's talking to the, the others, and they ask him if he has any plans for Christmas. It's not like he comes out and says this stuff. And yeah. you're the, the gitchiest. Yeah. You're the ginchiest, yeah. You're the ginchiest. Well, better than the grinchiest. Yeah. You're the ginchiest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think ginchiest was like a very weird 50s term meaning pretty. Okay. Actually, I, I have yeah. a phone in front of me. I can yeah. look that up. Yeah, but it's just where you... find out it's a slur now or something. Yeah, uh. and, you know, he goes into, at the time, you know... um, goes into the diner, which at the time was Al's, and you know, he goes in, he gives the girls all the presents, gives the, you know, to the boys here, which, at this time would seem kind of weird. It's something. You know, it was was never really said exactly what it is. The girls open theirs up, like two of the waitresses, one of them comes up and's like, oh, it's so sweet! Look what it says! I love it! You're the Ginchiest. So, Ginchi is apparently a region in France, and it also means sexy or cool. Ah. 
okay. according to the Wiktionary. Yeah. And then later on, the other one comes up and says the same thing. Oh, look what it says. It says the same thing. You are the ginchiest. And, you know, this was the time as well as the waitresses at the diner were really just the stupidest characters. They're just kind of eye candy for for at least one of them. Yeah. yeah. No, they were they were just oh, they were yeah, just no thanks off bizarre caricatures of, you know, of, of just random women and to back up a bit here, Fonzie at this point is not a not all of what he is just yet. I mean, he's kind of getting comfortable and to what I said before, you know, CBS wanted him to be a caricature more than a character and, you know, was very careful because somebody who was on a bike at the time, oh my God, because you had things like Easy Rider coming around and, you know, many biker gangs and at the time, you know, we just passed a really big thing with the Altamont concert where the Hells Angels in California killed a couple people. Mm. And, you know, it's you know, it's a, that they're was really the 70s? That, no, that was the sixties. Oh. So it was just before that came around. So Fonzie, if you ever saw him, he was always with his bike. Like there was a scene in one episode early on where he's house sitting for the Cunninghams and the bike is in the middle of the kitchen. <laughs> and you know, even one episode, you know, in this one scene in this episode where warm. Yeah, where he goes in there, it's like, you know, I keep it in inclement weather. I keep it in my house. You know, like, wait, really? That's funny, yeah. though. Yeah, it is. It's funny, but it's just, you try, knowing what it is or knowing what they're doing makes it dumb. You know, makes it kind of dumb in a way. That but makes then, it more yeah. funny because yeah. it's kind of a clever lampshade hanging, like, okay, malicious compliance, yeah. maybe. <laughs> right, yeah, and they did They did kind of do that and go, hey, you know, what do you, what do you think? What's going to happen? Um, and, you know, like other times where you see, you saw Fonzie hanging outside the diner and just resting on his bike or laying back, really saying, you know, really saying nothing. But, you know, back to the episode <laughs> where... What does that have to do with making him less... Area. Well, because he saw they saw him and they saw the bike, and it was in a really silly way. Like he oh, wasn't okay. riding the bike, and you know Henry Winkler could never ride a motorcycle ah. either. So it was kind of a go-between. So it was kind of like a comic book style character, at least in my view. Um, but with the episode, he gives the presents to everybody, and they want to like they didn't get him anything. So hey, come on with us and hang out with us for Christmas Eve. Oh, no, I got friends. I got family. I can go see in Wickershaw. I got to get out there. I got to get the bus at 4 o'clock. I got to get the bus. The bus at 4 o'clock? Okay, yeah, the I got to get out there. The bus at 5, right? Yeah. What at 6? 8. I don't know. <laughs> I got to get 9 o'clock. That's the last one. I got to do that. Now, also in this in this episode, the Cunninghams are getting, and you have Mr. Cunningham, who is... Uh, played by Tom Bosley, who is trying to set up everything to be perfect. He wants it with just a family and wants everybody to have We're going to roast marshmallows. We're going to do everything right. We're going to pop popcorn. Trim the tree. And we're trim the tree, light the tree and all Joey this. Joey thinks that sounds boring. Yeah, and you know we're going to do all this. We're going to do it together as a family. Yeah, he wants to be the happiest bunch of assholes this side of the night house. Thank you. <laughs> yep. What's that from? That yeah. Familiar. That's Thank uh, you. Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Ah, okay. Chevy Chase. Yeah. Okay. You know, the Giants bunch of assholes the side of the nuthouse. And, you know, and, you know, where he's putting everything together saying, oh, this is going to be great. And they got the fucking Santa Claus. 
You know, my aunt has a okay. robot Santa, but yeah, it's not that, creepy like I'm that. I'm pretty sure, uh, I'm I'm like 99% sure that was just an extra yeah. in, the, in the Santa costume who was just real happy to slap Ron Howard a few times. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and when they're trying to fix him, they're like, well, what, what are you doing? You look like you're getting mugged by a Santa Claus. <laughs> and, you know? And, and, I, and I love how she's just entirely nonchalant about the whole thing. It's like, yeah, it looks like you're getting mugged by a robot. Yeah. And just continues on with her day. <laughs> oh, no. What if that's our future? Oh, yeah. no, the origin of uh, evil robot Santa from Futuro. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> start in happy days. Taste for blood. Yeah, but he's got a pretty good uppercut. <laughs> you got Santa throwing the presents over his opposite shoulder. Yeah, it's like, pretty... why would you pick that as the animation for yeah. your robot? Like, what is... why not just wave or... And what strange robot, eyes, too. I think that one, yeah. yeah. I think that robot, wasn't that a dancing bear or something? Oh, that's a different one. Yeah. She had a lot of, has had, a, yeah. I don't know, a lot of robots. Yeah, I know, you're on Kathy did pretty good, man. Decorations, she, yeah. I mean. Yeah, and she did that dancing bear. I remember she had that because she made me dance with it once. Oh, yeah, that was a different one. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of the Santa. Oh, funny. he had it. The Santa had a candle. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That he kind of waved around. Yeah. And yeah, and that seems like normal, or, but you know. have this with the Santa with the weirdest freaking eyes. And he can't take the presents out. He's yeah. just perpetually moving. Throwing them over their shoulder. And not putting them away. It's weird. Yeah. Throwing over the shoulder, and you know they see this, and you know they're at the they're at Cunningham's uh, Hardware, which Cunningham's Hardware serves as basically what I think of as an extra Cunningham, because over the series that kind of takes a life of its own off camera. I want to know what the fuck was in that booze that that guy at the counter had. <laughs> yeah, because that was some impressive. It's like he hasn't spoken all day. It's like so he's been drinking since nine a.m. Yeah, is that what's going on here? <laughs> it looks he looks stoned more than anything. It's like, how are you doing today? Slumps and falls yeah. behind the counter. <laughs> we haven't heard from you at all. Don't. Maybe next Christmas. <laughs> Which, actually, that was pretty funny. Yeah. That was pretty funny. But, I mean, it's, it's Cunningham's hardware serves as a catalyst for different things. And, you know, there's one episode where Marion wants to go out and get a job again. And... Mr. Cunningham is like all appalled and really trying to deal with it because the the guys at his lodge are making fun of him because his wife has to work. Yeah, you know and they're like, no, no wife of mine is gonna work. And you Imagine know, in a crazy world where you can afford a family on one salary and right. a house, she's hot damn. Yeah. Uh, speaking right. of which, that's why you're not hearing Joss's voice. She's at work this week. Uh, she just started a new job, so. She might be a little wonky here and there until we figure things out, but yeah. she'll, be, she'll be back. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. We'll get there. We'll get there. So the Cunningham's car that always picks Sundays or holidays to get sick <laughs> is broken down, and they got to push it to Fonzie's garage. And Fonzie's willing to go ahead and do it. Hey, that's my present to you. I'll go ahead and I'll fix it. Yeah, for free. Like, yeah. oh, shit, man. Yeah, no problem. You just had a leak in one of your hoses there. Too. Okay, you're fine. You know, Mr. C, I got you. You will not yeah. take yeah. Uh, no for an answer with that. No. Like, I, like, I'm starting to think there's some deeper thing, like he feels the need to, I don't know, not accept charity or something? Well, he wants to do that, but he wants to stay out of the way of the Cunninghams at that point. Uh. 
you know, where he he doesn't want to um, he doesn't want to interfere because they got this really nice family. Now, at that time, now you got to remember, Fonzie is still kind of the outsider mm. at this point. You know, he's not the central focus. I mean, hell, they still got Chuck in this thing. You know, yeah, it was just like, yeah. oh, that's yeah. the fable Chuck. Yeah, I yeah. can see why they probably ran out of ideas for him. Yeah, this is character just. Kind of stupid. Yeah, is Chuck is just kind of dumb. He's, yeah, he's that's his like character traits. Yeah, yeah, you know, or the scene there where they're passing around the presents. Hey, Richie got you so funny. Guess what it is? It bounces an obvious basketball. That was funny. He's like, careful, yeah. it might be something fragile in there. Yeah, yeah, it's good, but there's a lot of things where that actor he just sat around there. He he would be seen in the background eating a sandwich. So they, would, they didn't that really why use they much them of them. Pretty much, yeah. And he's the first one. It's like in um, in Boy Meets World, they did a very similar thing. Chuck went upstairs and was never seen again. I was about to say, yeah, that was from the the uh, Family Guy episodes. Like, he ascended the stairs, never to return. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he did that. They did the same thing, and they even made fun of it, where they had the sister of, uh, of the Matthews in, uh, in uh, Boy Meets World. Yeah. And uh, one of my buddies, Brian, is probably listening to this jumping for joy that I'm talking about Boy Meets World. <laughs> um, but uh, he had, um, you know, they had the sister, Morgan, who went upstairs and wasn't seen for a while and came back down three seasons later. And they're all kind of looking at her like, Morgan, what the heck? Did she go through a certain yeah. teenage phase? Yeah, Morgan, are you okay? Like, yeah, I was upstairs for a really long time. <laughs> I got lost, man. Yeah, <laughs> I was upstairs for a while. They're like, wow, okay. They're like, okay, Chuck Cunningham. And then they just left it alone at that. That was perfect. <laughs> perfect. But, you know, we, they're good little wholesome things. They brought back good memories of my grandparents when I was, uh, you know, in, around Christmas time, you know, because we all had that. I don't know if you guys had that, but did you have that tree that one bulb blew and the whole thing blew out? Oh, yeah, Maybe. Old, old school uh, yeah. Christmas lights. That was how it always was. Mm. Like one of my jobs Christmas time was to hunt down the one bad bulb and try to replace it. I had that too. And they we don't do to... that anymore, do they? No. No. Now, now they, they complete the circuit even if a bulb burns out now. But yeah. back what in the day with the, big, with the big honking yeah. like, candle-shaped lights yeah. that got those are so frighteningly big. hot. Yeah. I don't I was, like those. Yeah. There was that. a smell to them. I like mm-hmm. the small yeah. ones. Like there you was turn a them smell, on, yeah. You turn them on, you just hear buzz. Yeah, like I remember, I had a very distinct feeling. It was right around last Christmas, and I remember they had some traditional Christmas music on at work, and I remember sitting next to the Christmas tree and then feeling warmth on the side of my face. Like, why do I feel like I have a sunburn? Jesus Christ, look at those Yeah, <laughs> you know, I felt that. Like, they're trying to find this, and then Fonzie comes and saves the day. But, you know, they would, I know I'm jumping a little because bit, Fonzie but he can yeah, fix everything. Yeah. You know, he could fix everything. And there, you know, there's actually a great thing. In, uh, I want to talk about the fucking picture when we get to it. No, when we get when we get to it, we'll get there. But the catalyst of this is they find they're they're going to drive home. They're they're outside of Fonzie's garage, but they forgot to give him a present. And they find instead of him taking off to his cousin's house. He's sitting and eating alone in the garage with a hot plate. Yeah, ravioli or something. Eating a can of ravioli, which look at sad. Now they say the can of ravioli like it's uh, like it's a sign of utter like depression meal. It's just like (laughs) 
hey now. Yeah. I, I well, he was eat, eating it like out yeah. of the can. Ravioli, well, not out of the can, but yeah, huh. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, where you hear that? I've eaten ravioli too out of a can, and I've had struggle yeah. meals of eating it's ravioli. Like, it's not that bad. It's like granted, it's not great, but it's not like the, it's not like this horror show like they're trying to make it yeah. out to be. Oh, but well, well, he's eating cold ravioli in a garage by himself that, on Christmas Eve. That is a bit of a horror show. Yeah, yeah that I'm like, okay, that's that's kind of sad. And he's like, okay, he's a genuinely nice guy who will do anything. And they read, they go out and they say, you know, they have this like, oh, well, we're gonna go ahead and do that. Should Fonzie be with us? And you see little Joni and poor Aaron Moran. See, but this and, is this is for family. It's yeah. just like just. Just go get, go get him, damn it. Just go yeah. get him. But I like the way they go down to it. Like, we're going to go ahead and we're, you know, Tom Bosley, who's easily imitatable. We're going to go ahead. We're going to be family. And we're going to go ahead, pop popcorn and sing Jingle Bells. And, and we're going to go ahead, and pass presents and go get Fonzie. And we're going to go get Fonzie. Yeah. Come on, get in the car. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's go <laughs> get Fonzie. Go ahead. Like, and he just, like, they get them and they're like, oh, man. And they go get him and they're like. Well, let's go talk to him, and then they get to his apartment, which with is the tiniest little wreath on the door, which Aww. is very nondescript as well. Yep, you know, and it's uh, yeah, 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 and that apartment was actually used in many, 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 many places, and this is where CBS was kind of like the BBC at that time. I will say it looked familiar, but yeah. I could not place yeah, it's, why. It's been several places where they did something like that. With that said, like, okay, we need a nondescript place you know and even if my memory's right it was even used in a couple Seinfeld sets huh. I mean well. yeah yeah as, as well you know or, just or, what little I know about Seinfeld that does yeah. look like his building yeah and you're like okay that's like well Fonzie we gotta talk to you and they're trying to convince him to come over and you know they're like well no he's not going to Wickershaw he doesn't have cousins he's going to see let's bring him here well, we have to talk to you. The Santa we had is not working. Yeah, because because they can tell he's not going to admit that uh. he's you know by himself. You know, right. it's, it's yeah. you know, everything's fine. Yeah, don't worry about me. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, and even where I think he kind of picks it up because even where he's like, oh, I got to catch. I, you know, I got to go ahead. I got to catch my he bus. He the door C. with with a suitcase in yeah. hand, and and when. Uh, yeah. Mr. Cunningham picks it up. He's like, oh, and he says, you pack light. Yeah. No, no, I travel I, light. I, I yeah, travel yeah. light. Yeah, I travel light. So you yeah. can tell it's empty. Yeah, and they're like, okay. And then they look at each other for a moment. Like, they kind of know. Yeah. And then, you know, they kind of get, they get him over there to fix it. But the snow starts piling down. But he's got to get that bus at 9 o'clock. That's the last one of the day. And then you see it. And then you see that painting. Oh, okay. Of a beaver? Question mark. Yeah. Okay, that thing was distracting me over the fireplace. <laughs> I could not figure out what the hell it was supposed to be, and I just, I'm at first, I'm just like, it kind of looks like a beach scene, and there's a whale carcass being yeah. picked at by. Yeah, actually, I'm looking. I'm seagulls. looking at it right now, and I'm like now yes. I see the beaver. But on close-ups, I'm like, wait a minute, that. Thing. They look like yeah. there's a beaver. Is there? What are those stick-looking things that look yeah. kind of like big seagulls from a distance? Are it, those it, sticks? It, it gets creepier as what I look that? at it. Because I'm looking at it on Google is. right now. It's like, what the? F 
fuck is this? It's thing? a cryptid, is what it is. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, it's the you know the the Cunningham's house doesn't stay the same as they get more money yeah. and more budget because the ratings say, get like, higher. Yeah, in this in this one, like that kitchen is eensy. Yeah. That is that is not your standard kind of yeah like uh, sitcom kitchen because yeah. you know sitcom houses are always. Uh, monstrously huge. Even yeah. even in like Married with Children, where it's supposed to be like Al is poor. It's just like, do you see the size of this house? Yeah. <laughs> Al is not poor. No. No. It is apparently even to sometimes where he's paid in pesos <laughs> with some jokes too. Yeah. But you know, there's a big open area too in the first floor. But you know, this one they do have this very tiny area and very tiny house and you know, it does change because the 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 um, the layout of the first of the uh, of the house was always from the perspective of the TV area. Yeah. You know, and then from and almost, the back, and, and yeah. almost every sitcom house, yeah. it's like you you are like the TV. Yeah. Whoa, that's yeah. kind of trippy. That is, yeah. So the TV is the avatar yeah. for the viewer. You know, so Fonzie's there at the house, and they. They figure out, okay, oh my god, it's snowing. Like, Fonzie, why don't you stay? And Marion Ross uh, and Mrs. Cunningham, you know, stands up. You know, Arthur, you're going to stay, and that's that. You know, and he says a line, you know, you know, my mother used to talk to me like that. And she's the only one who'd get away with it, too. Until now. Until now. And, you know, and then he agrees to stay, and then, you know, they have that moment where they're in front of the fireplace where they're popping popcorn or something. And you're like, yeah, yeah, and they they look at it, and he goes, oh, yeah, you know, how'd you come up with, you know, how'd you figure out about what's happened in Wickershaw? I know you're hip to it. I know you're hip to Wickershaw, and he's just like, truth be told, Rich figured it out. Yeah. Richie figured it out now. And then you're like, oh. Okay, you know, okay, that's the difference. And Fonzie then, you know, starts to get into the festivities because now he's got a family. Mm. And now he's got there, where you know, where uh, Mr. Cunningham always goes ahead and uh, starts to, you know, he oh, reads the night before Christmas. Yeah, he yeah. reads it, and Fonzie jumps right in, going, Hey, one thing I'm really good at now is reading poetry. Reading poetry. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, let me do this. Here. It was the night before A. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a1, A2, A3. What does he actually say? A. Several times. In this episode? No, not, not this so episode, much. Not no. so much in, in the no. Christmas one, no. No, it started to progress and he started to become a character to himself. And when we get into the. Um, season five episode i do have a couple notes on it of how he actually started to become he always was a a character to himself to a degree but you Um, know yeah well like he was a little bit surreal but it really is it's one episode we didn't watch but it kind of relates to it with the jump the shark bit oh so you know so as they're starting to do they start to come together and Fonzie's getting a little happier and everything comes together greatly. Even the point where Joni's, you know, having him watch that, you know, and I tried to look up and remember what this is, but this little thing with a disc and oh, you look into it. Yeah. Shit, the, oh, yeah. the Viewmaster. Uh, Viewmaster. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I used to have yeah. one of those. Yeah. I mean, he's looking, yeah. I had, oh my God, I must have had several. I think mine was blue. 
Yeah, I, I had a red one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they do that. Even Joni is figuring out, like, oh, here's a beautiful woman. Right here. Hey, let's do the. Oh, it's more palm more trees. More palm trees. You got palm trees there, shortcake. You know, <laughs> that's and. Not, that's not fair. Yeah, and like, what the heck? You know, you uh, score one for the kid. Yeah, poor Joe. Man, I, and I really got to give one thing to it because with the next episode, I, I just got to say, with poor Aaron Moran, who really tried and, you know, fell into an addiction issue and then relapsed and passed away accidentally. Um, but Henry Winkler really helped her out and tried, got her into rehab, you know, God bless you, man. Um, so, I mean, at that point, I just really got to say thanks for that. Um, but poor Aaron, when you see her, you're like, oh, man. And it's just this one always comes in Christmas rotation. Uh, this particular episode is worth being seen because it's actually, if you have Pluto TV, there's the Happy Days channel, and this one comes up quite a bit. Uh-huh. Okay. You know, it comes so up in rotation. So you feel weird if you yeah. live in the Northern Hemisphere and it's like <laughs> super disgustingly hot out and then they're talking Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I've had two air conditioners on and a couple of fans pointed at me all day and I'm watching a Christmas episode. I'm like, this is this is some meta bullshit. <laughs> what is going on here? They should like... I don't know. They should bring up Australian shows. Do they have like a summer Christmas? Everyone goes to the beach for a Christmas barbecue. Yeah, I that, remember. That makes yeah. feel as terrible in the summer. I remember I had a friend of mine from India, and he said that there's one point in the year around Christmas time that everybody runs to a town just to see snow. Wow. Yeah, and I'm like, I, I couldn't wrap my head around there. Well, it yeah. could be all of us in yeah. the future. Yeah. Yeah. True. True, yeah. Hasn't snowed much. Yeah. Now. Yeah, last um, winter we, we got off late. And last yeah. couple not, winters. It's not yeah. necessarily a good thing. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break. At this point, we usually break? we usually reserve this for later, but we're going to tell you a little bit about 4041 Media Now and Movie Theater Time Machine. And back for the next episode with Season 4, The Dance Contest. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And we are back. And hey, just remember, MovieTheaterTimeMachine.com. You can check all of our episodes. We're right back from this one all the way to the first on your catch or choice everywhere. So by all means, go right ahead. Check that out. MovieTheaterTimeMachine.com. So we move right along. And it's tribute to Fonzie. We have the episode. Did you enjoy our commercial break? Yeah. we Just have like TV. <laughs> Welcome back to Happy Days. Already in progress. We have the episode. From the Mirror Universe. <laughs> we had that. We're getting to that in a second. We have the episode, season four, episode eight. They shoot Fonzies, don't they? Uh, which is a parody of the title of a movie. They shoot horses. They shoot horses. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They shoot horses, don't they? Um, yeah, I haven't heard of it either. I haven't. I've heard the title, but I've never seen the movie. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. 
So a marathon dance at Arnold's becomes a battleground for Joni and her rival Jill Higgins. First of all, who the Higgins? hell would think that a marathon dance would be a good time at all? I agree with you. That sounds like yeah. torture. Well, it's the sock hop or yeah. whatever the hell it is. Yeah, I agree with you. It was, the, it was you. the 50s. They yeah. had a lot of bad ideas. And they didn't have any video games. Yeah. yeah. And they presented as a lot of nostalgia. It's one of the things that I thought about was like, this came around in the 70s, just after the Vietnam War, and people were really looking for like the nostalgia, similar to today, how everybody, how 20 years ago was the 90s. And like, mm. and like, what, 50 or more yeah. years ago? Was the like 90s, 90s was 10 years ago. Don't make me do the old math. No, I, I am sick of 20 years ago. Not I'm fair. sick with that, you know. Like, so, what, in the 30s or 40s, was it the gay 90s? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> what, the 1890s? That's what they yeah. called it. There was. Yeah. It, it, went in, it was in fashion to be nostalgic. For. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's right. still just for a period of time where it was there. So yeah, like the, the world was very tumultuous. The country itself was really at a very big high point and very similar to today. You know, people look twenty years in the past. So that's why Happy Days had a really hugeness. You know, I really it was really huge and was really big for appointment TV at the time. It's like everyone had a big old nostalgia boner. Yeah, everybody everybody wanted it. So let's see here. Let's go to this time where between 1953 and 1960, it really wasn't that bad. That 70s show has entered the chat. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Jeez, Jackie, I can't control the weather. (laughs) So, um... This episode with the marathon thing, I mean, this was really, there wasn't much really going on in the middle of Wisconsin at the time. Ironically, in the same state as that 70s show, I didn't really just, it just just hit me just now. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, um, wow, all right. So that hit me, but, um, you know, they had these marathon dances to see how far they can go. And I did some math with this episode. You know, whereas because of the period and because of the what, you know, you, beginning, Richie has a band with Potsy and Ralph Mouth. He wants to try to organize some money and wants to try to, you know, negotiate the contract to pay. You know, and he's like, oh, I, Richie wants to go for $200. Ralph Mouth kind of screws it up, goes for $35 in a meal. See, and here, okay, here's the thing. They know Al. Yeah. They've known Al for like their entire lives. What makes them think he's got two hundred dollars to give them? Mm. Wasn't there a different owner originally? Yeah. Well, there was the the original one where it was um, the original. Yeah, it was uh, it was um, Pat Moretta. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's still there was another type of Al, and you know, Pat Moretta moved on, and you know, the the changed hands happened to be somebody named Al uh, as well. Okay. So some of the scripts didn't have to be rewritten. So they didn't do like a. a Bewitched, where no. we're not going to explain it. The no, 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 There's no. It's a different no. Baron, and you know what? You're just going to have to deal with that. Yeah. For fuck's sake! They could have used magic as a perfect excuse, but no. I mean, it's the per- and it's the perfect show to do it with, but. I know. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Chaps my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this one, yeah, you're right. When they look at it, he wants to do. $200 begin. Richie has the right idea in his head. We might be playing for 15 hours. Right? And oh, yeah. oh, 78 cents an hour. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, and somebody you know, actually figures, no, he figures, he walks away, he said it's 39 cents an arrow because he has to split it with somebody. Why couldn't they just get a jukebox? Yeah, they have it. Yeah, oh, they have, yeah, they right. have the jukebox. I mean... Yeah, and this is the episode in between, you know, Fonzie is living with the Cunninghams, but it also started in, you know, from season three where a lot of scenes with dancing and music came about because we had Fonzie figured out how to work the jukebox and turn it on just by punching it. <laughs> and Which he's figured out the entire electrical system by the third episode, but we'll get there. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's officially a technomancer at that point. <laughs> What's the difference between a Technomancer and a Necromancer? Um, the Necromancer's from Borderlands and yeah. has a, has a uh, robot she friend knows. that she's going to give a third arm just for high fives. Yeah. <laughs> um, Can you tell yeah. that was the class I played in Borderlands, too? <laughs> yeah. So, this episode, November 16th, 1976, he starts out with a few things. Um, Joni is... Um, Loses it, loses her spot as a cheerleader, which they don't call it a cheerleader; they call it a pom pom girl, the pom pom brigade, or yeah. whatever it is, because we have to yeah. call it that for reasons. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't Regional? figure. Yeah, probably, but they didn't figure that out, and um, you know, she loses it, but she loses her spot to Jill Higgins, and Jill Higgins also steals her boyfriend at the time. Oof. It just by saying, that hey, you want to come sit over here? Yeah, sure. He's an idiot, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now, she's a pom-pom girl. Now, this this uh, particular episode, uh, we had to watch on Daily Motion because for whatever reason, this one is not available on Prime Video like the other two. Right. Yeah. So we had to watch this one on Daily Motion, which has it mirror flipped. Yeah. And at 0.75% speed. Yeah. So the yeah. regular speed, everyone sounds just a little bit drunk. <laughs> so we had to watch this at, at 1.25 times speed for it to be normal. Yeah. And everything was, like, flipped. So every time someone had a letter, like the, the J yeah. or whatever, it was like a reverse J or it was like the anti-six. So it was like, <laughs> we're not watching Happy Days, we're watching Sad Nights. <laughs> This is mirror universe happy days is what's going on here. And it is sad nights. And I mean, I, it gets dramatic. Yeah. They solve murders, yeah. maybe? <laughs> and this episode, I picked this one because it highlights, you know, although, you know, Fonzie has this thing where he just is a magician with the women. And, you know, does all these really great things and is like, okay, I can have this little black book. Of many different women's names, but he does have a soft spot for Joni. Mm-hmm. And because uh, she, yeah. she's for all intents and purposes his little sister. Yeah, at this point, exactly. Yeah, it's that little girl that she he wants to go ahead and help out, mm-hmm. and you know she is you know wanting to go ahead and get into the dance marathon, but doesn't have a partner. So Fonzie comes in, be able to eat and want to be able to take care of everything. And he says, you know, well, you know, I'll go ahead, I'll, I'll do it. But Fonzie also has the problem where he went to Chicago and comes back, but his bike broke down. His, the handlebars well, came right Miles. the fuck off. Yeah. And he has to push his motorcycle 12 miles. Okay. Now, there's a, there's a couple of really nasty walking routes in my office. Yeah. I think the worst one is about 12 miles of walking a day. That's bad enough. Imagine pushing a Harley that has yeah. that has no handlebars. Yeah. So you're just kind of like like 
manhandling the, the, the gas tank trying yeah. to keep this thing standing up. And that I the, we saw his bike in the Christmas episode. Yeah. That is not a small bike. That's no. a cruiser. That thing's at least 500 no. pounds. No. It, uh, yeah. At least 500 yeah, pounds. I, I would, yeah, I would say, yeah, that's, you're right. You're so right. If, if you yeah. don't have a lot of upper body yeah. strength, don't get a Harley, because yeah. if it ever falls over, you got to haul that sucker back up. Yeah. Oh and Fonzie's not a really big guy either. No, he ain't. He ain't. No, he's not a big guy. It's hard enough just walking 12 miles, period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that no, was our trip to the damp, the, the canyon. That was 10 and that a took, half miles, yeah. but yeah. And that took, like, all Yeah. My old route. It took all day, yeah. Yeah. My old route was, like, Five and a half miles of walking, yeah. and that was rough enough. Now the worst one I've got involves the mall, and that's maybe three miles. So, oh, that's not bad. Yeah, and it's just because I'm crossing the mall five or six times for all the pickups. Yeah. But, you know. Well, you're in the air condition. At least I'm inside, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're in the AC, so I'm going to take your time with that shit. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, spot, no, I, I spotted the UPS guy the other day asleep in the massage chair. <laughs> <laughs> and... So Fonzie wants to do it, but he's like, you know what? He's like, I can't let little Joni down. I can't do this. I can't do it. And we have a <laughs> we have a love interest of Jill's who is a hot star named Bubba. I was about to say who is apparently a moose. Yeah, Bubba, who is this one giant dumb dude. Yep. Who is just dumb <laughs> oh, as hell. Look, elephants learn to talk. Yeah. <laughs> That's what was a it's great a, line. It's a miracle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Fonzie does have some, like, you know, even we said in the text chat, like, you know, he's he's kind of subdued a lot here. Yeah. For very obvious reason. But, you know, they're Cause dancing. Because he's, he's fucking exhausted. He's, yeah. like, leaning entirely on Joey, like, I can't move. Yeah, And as it was going on, I'm like, oh, come on, get the slapstick in here. Get some really goofity yeah. shit. And then goofity shit does end up happening. Yeah, as I say, just be patient with it. Yeah. But, you know, the back and forth where they say, okay, they have it and they have dance challenges. Oh, and, so and what if you don't know? Does everybody know every fucking dance? Well, it was the '50s. We didn't have video games. Everyone had to do something. Yeah, uh, and, and, yeah, and everybody went there because there was nothing else to do. Uh, there was nothing else to do. So you're going to do this thing. Where everybody we gonna go? Kids. We just went to the mall. Yeah, where's everybody gonna go? To go to the burger joint. To go to the burger joint, and why is Al so excited? Because the fish is going to get sold. They're going to. We need to get there half hour early and defrost the fish. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, ew. Oh God. And it's like fish in Wisconsin. Yeah. It's just like because you know that shit ain't fresh. Mm. Oh. No, I mean. I mean, unless I mean, it came from a Great Lake, maybe. But I was no. going to say probably if it was pulled from there, probably pulled from some lakes in Canada. Probably not so bad. But you know, but yeah, you're right. If it's but if you're looking for saltwater cod, mm -mm, no, no, yeah, that bad, bad idea. Yeah, yeah, probably get a few guppies every now and then. Speak from experience. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, then again, you know, I had some of the best seafood I ever had when I was in the middle of Kansas. What you? Yeah. Compared to our state. Yeah. Some of the best, I mean, still, no, I've had better here, but I mean, some of the best I've ever had at that time, I'm like, wow, this is really good. I'm in Wichita, 
<laughs> How in the fuck? Well, yeah, they have a pond? Yeah. I'm about as far from an ocean as I can be while yeah. still being on this continent. Yeah. I'm like, I'm smacking. Basically, if you do that, if you if you put your fingers on a map, yeah. you put your fingers on a map, one on LA and one from one hand, and then one Ooh. on Boston. Sorry, thunder and, starting. Yeah. yeah you might then, be hearing some thunder in the background. Yeah. That's okay. We need yeah. it. Yeah. And you hear one on one on Boston, one in LA, and then draw your fingers to the middle of the map. And you're more or less in Wichita. You're right in Wichita. <laughs> you're you're right in Wichita. I'm like, damn, we're right in the middle of the fucking game. Like, Wichita yeah. is fucking weird. At about as far from an ocean as you possibly yeah. can be. Yeah, Wichita is fucking either, weird. In either and direction. I talked with a guy on the plane who was a very friendly dude. I wish I could remember his name. It was an older guy who, he was retired, and his job, there's an Air Force base in Wichita. Yeah. His job was to help people get acclimated who moved from around the country. Hmm. And he told me, he said, because of the lack of it, lack of water on the area... We live in a coastal city. The salt in our blood from the salt water that we breathe in, yeah, and vapors. You know, when you get there, like people go crazy because you have that lack of salt in the air. That's what? why I'm so salty all the time. Yeah, like, all right. You do that, and I was like, did you feel like you were a little crazy? Like two weeks in, I've, I spent three weeks on a business trip there. Like two weeks in, did you feel like you were really weird? You like felt I'm really missing minerals. Yeah, what and you happening? felt depressed. He's like, that's why I was like. Damn, Did you that's just fucking eat weird. More French fries or yeah. something? No, no, it was sodium really, not it, good enough. No, so, was, you don't get that's the sodium all I was eating anyway. Anyway. That's all I was eating anyway. I mean, still, it was yeah. just a. I don't know the guy's yeah. name, but he sounds like he'd be a Larry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was just a generally super friendly guy who was just talkative, and I was, you know, I was anytime I have to fly, I was stoned off my ass. Yeah. You know, you're so I mean, From drawing, man. yeah. From the drama, I mean, yeah. Dedicate the living shit out of yourself. We, yeah. we've, we've seen you on, on, on the tail end of that. Yeah. Like, hey, Nick, how you feeling? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was one. I took I took one drama, I mean, pill, forgot I took the first one, took another one, uh, forgot mm-hmm. I took the other two, took another one, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit. You can't have acrophobia if you're unconscious. Yeah, like, oh, shit, this is weird. <laughs> uh, but anyways, back to what we're doing. I'm sorry for the tangent, but... Chino, you know, stop Chino, getting. man, you all right? I know, uh, I know you're all messed up, but Mama's going to be home soon. Yeah, Thanks. very soon. So with this episode, then, you know, Joni is really happy to do it, but... He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to tell Joni, you know, why he's so exhausted yeah. that he pulled it. He he pushed his bike twelve miles to get back to get there on time, so she would get some help. Yeah, because he yeah. he doesn't want to disappoint her. Yeah, but again, it's like yeah. this is like the a little bit of that. Like I was saying, a little bit of that toxic masculinity. Yeah. It's like he doesn't want to admit. It is like, look, Joni, I'm. Dying. Yeah. I I want to help you, but I'm dying. And the slapstick funny parts of it is what she keeps, quote unquote, tricking him. Yeah, and basically yeah. like calling him not a man. Yeah. Like, what are you? You're not a man is a good Get back up. I'm fine. Yeah. Ooh. I'm good. I'm okay. I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be good. I, but just, when it gets, I just punched the mic wire. So yeah. if that was a weird noise there. I apologize. Yeah. But when you get to the point where they realize they're going to have a bet that if they lose, they got to shave his head. <laughs> You're going to cut my head. They're pulling him away on a stretcher. And that Which, makes yeah. that that's a shot of the arm. You got to look good in a crew cut. And he just both arms to the wall. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
nope, you ain't gonna do that. It becomes a lie. But that, to me, that was the coolest part of this, this whole episode. Because <laughs> he stands up and he does that. He says, okay, hell, I, have I have a day. And he's still in a stupor saying, okay, I have a dance challenge. And what I have is the Chotsky. And see, and see, and I know that feeling too. Yeah. That utter, complete, and total exhaustion. Me too. And like just pushing through it. It's like I know that feeling. Yeah. I have come home, and it has been like my knees have decided they're no longer hinges. Yeah. My legs are just like you know what? No, you're sitting down right now, whether you want to or not. Yeah. Chair, fuck chairs. You're sitting on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I am the Murph Challenge champion for disabled people. See, they, yeah, you, you've done way more than I have. Yeah. I'm just talking like walking around delivering mail. Like, yeah. You've been actively doing more, more than, than I could do. Yeah. I've done it myself, and I've had that where a few days later, my hips still don't work. And we live on a third floor, and I go, uh, I look at the stairs. I had to get that. to work the first time at 5 o'clock in the morning. At 4.30, I'm staring at the stairs, and my body's going, no. I, I grunt yeah. and groan just yeah. sitting up and so you get to the house chair. you open the open the door just see stairs just like okay no. arm day grab yep. drag yep. that's grab, pretty much what happens it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna crawl I'm gonna crawl here and it's like Bubba like Bubba and Forrest and Forrest Gump you know we couldn't walk anymore and we started crawling like, and pretty yeah I think I'll go home now. I say that constantly at work. I'm, I'm pretty tired. I think I'll go home now. And Fonzie's that point where he is super tired, and he just but he just doesn't want to give up. And when he does this tchotchke dance, there is a Weezer video, Buddy Holly. And God damn you for getting that song stuck in my head again. <laughs> That video... It just went out two minutes ago, didn't it? Yeah. Can I put it right back in? Oh, that, yeah. That particular video but. was on, like, every goddamn Windows PC back in the day. Like, yeah, that video. I don't know why. It was on, like, demo discs for, like, AOL or some shit. It was, like, That's and sure. it's, it was like that, and some kind of like uh, like the, the the promo for for Winamp. You know, it really kicks yeah. the llama's ass. Yeah. See some Winamp. Some, oh my god. Uh huh. Yeah. We had some elder millennials just kind of went ooh and realized how old they were. Take your heart medication. Yeah. Oh. Don't forget. I hope you like ibuprofen. Yeah. <laughs> now oh. you know. So they do win there, but that dance is from the Weezer video, Buddy Holly, where they're you know they're. They're fixed into it. It looks like they're playing at Al's Diner in this episode. Oh, and you marry time. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't care what they say about it simply. I don't care about that. Uh, <laughs> get out. Get out of my house. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, man. You can't do my sweater either. It's like it's... <laughs> It's been five years and I haven't told you to get out of my get out of my house. God damn it with Weezer. God damn it. <laughs> Right. So they, they end up winning, but Fonzie is just ready to fully collapse, and they got this trophy that is a foot. Mm -hmm. A because, golden foot. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they, you like feet. But I love the spiel of what he says at the end. They're going, well, yeah, I'd like to go ahead and thank someone who's so great and happy. Of course, I'm talking about myself. I'm talking about myself. Yeah. And, yeah. and Joni's okay, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Joni, the newest pom-pom girl of Jefferson High. Oh, yeah, okay that was into the bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That when you know Jill had to give up her spot. Oh. Yeah. 
Jill had to give up her spot there and then they had to, you know, they had to do that. So that is one of the funny things to me in general. I'm, you know, okay, she becomes an everything is all right. And while Howard Cunningham and Mrs. Cunningham are being the, are, you know, helping out, but everybody's in this diner for 15 fucking hours. Uh, <laughs> and, can you imagine the smell? Yeah. So no. The math that I did with this is $200 for that. Today's money is $2,286. So, which, you know, is a decent chunk of money, which in the next episode we'll be talking about $200. Yeah. In, oh, in 50s money. Good. Yeah. But it was okay. They wanted that kind of cash from Al. Yeah. To, to perform for 15 hours, which, you know what? I get it. That's that's a hard thing to do for that amount that amount right. of time, but again, you've known Al for how long? Yeah. What makes you think he's got two hundred dollars to no. give anybody? No, no. <laughs> and considering that that a lot of people, I mean, the diner is almost always full. Yeah. You know, in this place, so I mean, it is happening, and they do, they do have. I mean, when you see in the credits, I mean, they do have somewhat of a drive-up service. You know, mm-hmm. so there is money to it. 78 cents an hour is $8.67 an hour today. It's still better than now. That's still yeah. better than minimum wage now. Jesus yeah. Christ. Minimum wage is like 17 now or something. In Massachusetts. In Massachusetts, yeah. Federal other, minimum wage is 750. It's 750, right? which is which is at this point with Isn't with inflation. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's way it's less it's way less than poverty wages at yeah. this point. It's destitute, like. like the system. they update yeah. it then? Uh, because the system, uh, the system is working exactly as intended, yeah. and thus must be destroyed. Yeah, yeah. The, sy- no. <laughs> the system yeah. keeps the rich rich and the poor uh, desperate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, this um, episode, I, I picked this one just for that. Is the episode um, shows the relationship between Fonzie and Joey. Mm-hmm. And in real life, Henry Winkler and Aaron Morin were very, very, very good friends. As I mentioned, he helped her out quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he helped her out, got her a house, did a whole bunch of stuff to help her out. Um, and it, it's a really, really, really good one. And it's a classy, feel-good episode. Most of them are. Yeah. You know, most of them are. But this one particularly they, just got that kind of. They, they all kind of have that kind of saccharine, yeah. everything's kind of yeah. okay sort of situation. Yeah. Like the the like the the jokes are corny yeah. and cheesy, but it's like it's kind of what yeah. you it's it's what you expect. Yeah. And on my notes here what I want to talk about with this because this is where the the comparisons come up with Fonzie and Urkel. Thank you. And they should make a sitcom where they both move into the same apartment, yeah. and then we see who who overtakes the other as the breakout character. Yeah. Well, it depends. Is it Urkel or is it Stefan or Kel? Oh, Urkel. Well, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. but you yeah. could still build the machines. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, and it's uh, there. You know, and Fozzie tries just, to yeah. teach him to be cool, but yeah. then he becomes nerdier instead, yeah. but discovers he really <laughs> likes I don't know science stuff because. Mechanic, yeah, science. Yeah. science. Yeah, mechanic and a scientist together. I, I would, I would watch this show. Yeah, I would watch the spe- Speaking of science, yeah. I had a thought yesterday, and it will not leave me. Uh, Do you guys know uh, the like TikToker uh, Dylan Hollis? 
I he, know of the name. It's yeah. like he does like the 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 quick like yeah. weird um, weird old recipes. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, 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 sure yeah, yeah, yeah. Dylan Hollis is a time displaced young Bill Nye, and you will not <laughs> tell me otherwise. And I need a movie with the two of them in it where they like science a crime or something and solve <laughs> mysteries together. I need this in my life. You know what? Wow. Look, look Make it you. happen. He's he is young Bill Nye. I'm look picturing at him. the two of them in my head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I buy this, dude. We need to science a crime, damn it. Yeah. I buy this and you know, it's just Hollywood, call me. Yeah. <laughs> so that this episode, I mean, it is super worth checking out. I mean, it is one of the best they ever had. Um, and, and there's a lot, there's a lot to this, but you know, I, I was really pushing this because Amazon, get your fucking crap together and put all the episodes out. Yeah, we wanted yeah. to. There was the other one you wanted to review, like, but yeah, we couldn't yeah. get like, it. You've got most of them. I don't know what yeah. the. There's probably some yeah. kind of rights situation there going is. on somewhere. Yeah. But it's like we yeah. got episodes one, two, seven, three, and four. Yeah, Wait, fuck what? That. Yeah, there is one because the uh, because of the rights to it with um, with Gary Marshall's estate. They um, you know there's the episode there with a date uh, a date with Fonzie. And one of them that I did want to put up, which actually is the very first time you see uh, Laverne and Shirley. Okay, and that. As a spinoff, and also my favorite working, uh, which is the episode with Robin Williams. Yeah, I saw that <laughs> yeah. on. Um, was it Me TV or Pluto? TV? Uh, probably Me TV. Yeah. Oh, uh, they, yeah. yeah they, they played that one after yeah. he died. Yeah, that one. That one. I mean, my God, I mean, for very obvious reasons, that one has a place in my heart. Well, we couldn't. You uh, couldn't find it in streaming. No, it's really hard to find. It is on Daily Motion. But, but it's the, one of those that is reversed and zoomed in every 20 seconds. The copy is awful. It is really, really bad. And Like the, yeah. this particular episode we were just yeah. talking about, the yeah. quality is not amazing, and it's also Mirror Universe. Yeah. But at least it doesn't zoom in and back out. Yeah. And uh, give you it's really bad. I thought it was seconds. slightly yeah. zoomed in or something. It, yeah. it may have been. Yeah. But it did, but at not, least it didn't alternate. Much. Yeah, but Robin Williams sped up is kind of creepy. Robin Williams sped up just like, ha, that's cocaine. Yeah. (laughs) I went to rehab. I didn't have that over there. (laughs) (laughs) He did play Uh, a clip for me. Yeah. There is a clip, and we're going to talk about it in the next episode. Um, Of the show or when we talk about the next episode of Happy Days? When we talk about the next episode, we are going to talk about that clip. Um, which is too, um, it's, it doesn't translate an audio meme, so I'll just kind of walk through it a bit. Okay. Um, but that, you know, for that involved? very specific reason, I want to get into that. So, is it like the Spider Man pointing meme? <laughs> kind of. I think it's because you showed me that, that yeah. I had a weird dream about bathroom classrooms that were converted from two bathrooms. Huh. That freaked me out in my dream. Oh, oh, because of when the, uh, because, yeah, yeah, when they knocked the doors off. Yeah. Huh. So we'll get into that in just so, a second. thanks for that. And um, in a second. So before we get on to the last episode of Happy Days, um, I want to be able to talk quickly with you about uh, my own company, Tabor Fitness Academy. Okay. Um, Tabor Fitness Academy, I am a personal trainer in the state of Massachusetts, and I also work in Rhode Island. 
um, where I'm working to be able to help you out, your mind, body, and soul. So it's TaborFitness.com. I'm really desperate to try to be able to get clients. Also, work. my specialty is working to reduce anxiety and depression by introducing exercise and diet. So please go ahead, check that out. Yeah, check them Ta- out, guys. Yeah, TaborFitness.com. You'll see the Tabor Fitness Academy and everything I'm about. I also host virtual classes on Zoom with the Chas and Doe Mastermind, as well as the work on the four agreements. So it's fairly cheap on Zoom once a week. It's $100 for seven weeks of classes. And you can see the face behind the voice. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, <laughs> it's me too. And it is working good. We're actually working through the uh, beta testing of it. So it is really, really super great. Um, please check it out. TaborFitness.com. Really, T-A-B-E-R Fitness.com. Uh, yeah. So... The last episode we are talking about today is the famous Jump the Shark episode. And now, back to Happy Days. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a part three of... Yeah. Three? Yeah. And, it's yeah. part three of, like... Well, yeah, because they got home at the end, right? Yep. So this was the tail end. Yep. I didn't know... Like, if we were, like, part three of five, it's just like, we don't know the beginning, we don't know the end. It's like, yeah. yes. But they, they do kind of give you an easy recap at the very beginning, so yeah. you don't need to do a lot of it. In the form of Al getting a postcard that must have the most tiniest writing ever. Because, yeah. my God, he goes on for a while. <laughs> I, I think it, maybe, I wonder if they intentionally avoided showing him finishing reading so you wouldn't think about the size of the fucking postcard. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, why can't I ever Richie, right? He just yeah. he just got the tiniest little handwriting. He's just doing it with like he's got a single like boar's hair and just writing. <laughs> oh my god. They, if they wanted to get really zany with it, they could have had Al reading it with a magnifying glass. Yeah. Yeah. If Al read, Al read a magnifying glass, that'll make a lot of sense. And realize okay, <laughs> if he has money for a magnifying glass, he could sell more fish. <laughs> yeah. You could do that, or the burgers could have seasoning or something. Mm. And that would be um, that would be wonderful. That would Here be they put lettuce and tomato yeah. on their burgers. Sometimes mayonnaise. <gasps> yeah, yeah. What? And that you know, and this jump the shark episode to me is written by a guy named Fred Fox Jr., who I completely agree with his synopsis of it. This to me is not the signal of where Happy Days went downward. Because the signal where it went weird. Yeah, it went weirder. Exactly. And there are several episodes where you could see earlier where it got worse. And thing you know, and Happy Days really had waves and you know, you had twenty-six episodes a year in the first few seasons. Yeah, me too. Instead of yeah. oh, eight or ten episodes yeah. a season. And when you had 26 episodes in a year, my God. Okay. Um, you know, and when you had 26 episodes in a year, some of them are not going to be that hot. Yeah. Yeah. Are not going to be that hot in general. And it is absolutely fucking odd. You know, absolutely odd. But this is not the... This is not the one that is where the, because the jump the shark phrase came in the 80s where a radio DJ was describing this episode. 85. Yeah. And, and I have, I've spent way too much time on TV tropes. <laughs> yeah. And like every time it's like, Fonzie's going to jump a shark. And I'm just like, oh, okay. This is where it gets strange. Yeah. And, you know, I, they wrote this in because Henry Winkler was actually a water coach at a, at a summer camp. 
Did he wear the leather jacket then yeah. too? <laughs> gonna ruin the jacket. Yeah, but you can see he actually did all the water ski stuff all the way up to the jump. And they did not do that. So <laughs> he did not do that here. So I mean Fonzie himself actually does this and it's a very bizarre thing because there's a shark in the middle of the ocean that they're gonna transport. There's, yeah, there's a shark that they've Near put net. buoys and nets around to I don't know, harass the shark? Yeah. And they just kind of leave him there for a while? I thought they were just penning the shark in so they could transport it. That's the idea, but it's just yeah, like... Yeah, but it's sitting there for like, what, four or five days? Yeah. yeah. Some shit, just like, here, we're going to piss off a shark for a while. Pretty close to <laughs> the, the shore, stock, too. And all the stock footage of the shark we see, that's a whale shark that we see. That thing's not dangerous. No. Well, it's a shark, so they didn't lie. Yeah. 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 It's just a whale shark. He just floated around. I was like, hey guys, what's going on? Yeah. How you doing? Yeah, I a shark every once in a while is a thing. At least whale sharks eat plankton. Yeah. They don't actually eat, like, yeah. uh, fish. Oh, hey, fish. Yeah. Hi, hello. back. Hi. Yeah. I didn't watch this, so I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> she got oh. the uh, she got the um, the live tweets from me as I was watching it going, oh, good lord. He's going <laughs> to ruin his coat. <laughs> He's in his jacket in the ocean. That's leather. What are you doing? Yeah. Supposed oh to be wearing a swimsuit, really? It looks like boxer shorts. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Just a leather jacket and boxer shorts and like boots. <laughs> like yeah. Big old biker boots. Yeah. It's just like, sir, yeah. you're on the beach. Yeah. What are you doing? That's not going to wreck the leather or anything. Yeah. No. But Fonzie. Isn't that like who... a, a Seinfeld plot about yeah. leather jacket in the rain? I think so. Yeah. But Fonzie, who is going to be that one guy who can't lose. Because he's Fonzie. Yeah, yeah, he can't yeah. lose because he's the rock and it's in his contract. I, I was mean, gonna what? say he didn't have that in his contract. That's <laughs> <laughs> why the rock and Vin Diesel, if they're in a movie together, they're on the same side because neither of them are allowed to lose a fight. They will never be in a movie together again because they mm -hmm. fucking hate each other. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. I think they made amends a little bit, but they just won't work together. As far as I know, I don't know. I didn't get that into it because I've only ever seen the Fast and the Furious movies. I don't get that deep. Yeah. <laughs> they went yeah. to space. I know. I, I watched it in the theaters, bro. I was there. Um, but okay. uh, I don't know if they actually if that's actually in. I know that's in their contracts, and I know that they hated each other yeah. on set. So yeah. if they mm -hmm. made maybe up wrong for them, yeah. maybe Rock has secretly wanted to be the Iron Giant. <laughs> They're both very clearly alpha males, okay. so yeah. like they would not get along with each other. What I think is funny is I think they all get along with Jason Statham, though. Yeah. So does that make him a beta? I mean, Jason <laughs> Statham's okay with with his character getting his ass kicked. He's mm. pretty okay with everything, to mm. be honest. He's okay with, with kicking his if own ass if he's seen, a crank. Have you ever seen the movie Spy? Yeah. No. Spy is fucking hysterical. Yeah. Oh, isn't that the one with, um, with uh, what's her face? Yes. Yeah. The Je um, right. yeah. I was going to say Jenny McCarthy. That's yeah. wrong. Yeah. But it's Something McCarthy. Mc yeah. Uh, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. Thank yeah. You. And, you know, that kind of gets a fantasy casting thing. Because some of these with this episode where Richie meets a girl and kind of backing up a little bit. Since she was a yeah. marine biologist student uh, or whatever, did she have anything to do with that shark going to be transported? No. It was just there. Oh, the marine biologist. You mean the dream of every 90s girl? Yeah. It just, yeah. Me as well, goddammit. Like, yeah. For some reason, people born in the 
early to mid 80s for some reason always saw marine biologist as a viable career choice yeah. it was free willy yeah oh yeah. I was uh, yeah. yeah yeah I was see yeah, George no. Costanza was uh, wanted to be a marine biologist and an architect yeah but yeah. free willy yeah. came out in 1993 yeah that was like formative years that, of most of, most yeah, of us born in the yeah, 80s. You, you, yeah that could so, be that I don't know maybe they like Little Mermaid and yeah yeah but that didn't but that didn't have anything to do Little Mermaid yeah. is like a fantasy based thing whereas Free Willy beyond the fucking orca jumping over a goddamn yeah. rock wall yeah everything yeah. else in that <laughs> yeah everything else in that was you know oh, oh look, god they killed them what a mess the water is, is fun yeah and yeah that might have been it too but I mean you know Richie is out there and you know, Fonzie was going to go out there and he was going to be a star and he's going to be able to do that, but Richie... Because he looked, you know, resembled James yeah, Dean? Yeah. Let's say, uh, I, missed a, I missed the first two episodes. Like, yeah. why is he going to be, like, he, he got out, Yeah, he got out there because somebody went to Wisconsin, found him, and went, oh my God, you have to come out here. Because James Dean. Yeah, and then Richie came out and was going to support him, and then... Read the lines for him? Yeah, right. And, yeah, and then read him to help him out because it was like that because it was kind of like a slice of life because Henry Winkler himself would read the lines with somebody in order to memorize them because yeah. he had severe dyslexia. Running lines is, is yeah. pretty standard for most yeah. actors. But um, no, he, but would, he, he, but would, he had yeah. dyslexia, so there's even yeah. a layer on top of yeah. it. Like he, would, he, would read, he would run the line, but what would happen is he would read it. Somebody else would read the part to him. Right. He, and then he would to. memorize and then do that. So that's how he would memorize. They would flip the characters. Mm-hmm. So he would read Richie and then, you know, then... Um, uh oh god um god I can't remember Richie Cunningham's real name. Uh, oh but, uh, shit, Ron um, Howard. Yes, I was yeah, gonna say so, Paul Thirteen. Yeah, um, but right, yeah. uh, I was going to um, yeah. Andy Griffiths. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I didn't want, I didn't want to use that. But Ron Howard would you know read Fonzie. Mm. And then they would flip until he memorized it. Okay. So that's, it was like that's nice, kind of, though. Yeah, that was the slice of life thing where they would read that and go, okay, you know, so that was, but the director saw Richie and went, hey, you know, you I got like those freckles American and red hair. apple pie. And yeah, you re, you remind, you're not threatening and everything. Let me give you a contract for $200 a week. And this three episode arc, he's trying to figure out. I've already done it. Okay. Yeah, already. It's a a decent chunk of money. Yeah. In 1950, whatever. 1955, it is. Can you afford to live in LA? You probably could. It's about what I make in two weeks. Yeah, you know what? That's $2,286. Yeah. Yeah. In LA in the 50s, yeah, you'd be fine. Yeah. It's about about what I clear, right? Yeah. Just about no. no. Yeah. But Fonzie wants to be, you know, he wanted to do it, and he's like, well, they're going back and forth, and he's doing challenges. He's got to get that alpha male thing out, and which leads to that point this where Richie is going thing. back and forth and wondering, you know, should I take this? Do I want to go back to college and be a journalist? <laughs> or do I, I, do I want to be a movie star? I would pick movie star. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, so, it's such a non... Um, what do you call it? A non-conflict nowadays. I mean, who would? I mean, dude, be a movie star. I mean, unless you're you really go back to college later, really into journalism. Yeah, 
I want to oh, be a journalist. Are you the Rory Gilmore of Richie journalism? Richie Cunningham, I think, could have been, if it would have continued on, he would have been deep throat in the 70s. <laughs> like, he was he was so into journalism. No, no, no the, the one who took Informant. Richard, the one who took Named Richard Nixon down. Yeah. Um, but he, you know, he was like super into it and that was his big character thing. Mm. So, you know, where they did that in the episode, uh, Fonzie has got to be like this alpha male who's challenged by this supermodel in order to jump a shark. And he went, <laughs> oh, the, oh, the yeah. other water ski yeah. was a supermodel? Let's do this first. You know, I go first. That way if the shark eats you, it's not as hungry. <laughs> And when he bites your legs off, you won't be as hungry when I go. Yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll do it. And then the guy chickens out at the last minute. Which is actually a pretty decent scene because the world, you know, where he's going into it, he's like, oh, everything's going to be great. This is going to be good. Oh, my God, I'm going to do it. At the last moment, he veers off. I can't do it. I can't do yeah. it. Oh, God, he quit. He won by default. Fonzie don't quit. I was just wondering why yeah. he had his hands, like, one on the top and one on the bottom, the other guy, when he was holding on to this. Because if it, if it jerked in any way, if you had both palms down, uh. if the skis jerked or any way, you couldn't course correct. Uh. So if you had one palm That's up, one palm down, if it did, it allowed you to turn back and, you know, basically, like, if you're hydroplaning in a car. That makes sense. It allowed, allowed you to go back into it. Actually, I looked that up, so thank you thank for bringing you. that up. No, no problem. So Fonzie gets up and, you know, Henry Winkler can actually water ski, but can't ride a motorcycle. <laughs> um, you know, uh, and it's because if you fall off your skis, yeah. it's not going to hurt as much. No, true. Yeah, true, true. You're going to bounce yeah. off the water a bit, but it's, yeah. Yeah, you're not going at a speed yeah. fast enough for it to really, yeah. like, peel you so, like a potato. Yeah. yeah. So Richie is, you know, is picked to be able to drive the boat. He doesn't really want to do it. Ralph Malp is, okay, I'll do it. No problem. Like, no, I'll go ahead and do it anyway. Yeah. You know, as Ralph Malp is just like, we're going to be girls. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the character of just dumb. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. No, it's okay. I'll yeah. do it. How, yeah. how do you turn on the boat? Yeah. Ah, shit. Now you got to get yeah. killed. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'll do this. And Richie goes in. Fonzie jumps. But you can see when this happens is... Fonzie jumps the you know he's still the going, shark. but you can see where he jumps. Henry Winkler's not there. Nope. Because once he reaches it, they go right to the back of his head. You know, until there, and then when they go back and you can see him again, he lands. See, and the gentleman yeah. who does this jump is uh, clearly taller than Henry And Henry very Winkler. clearly is not him, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very clearly, and Fonzie is like, okay, I did it. Yeah, I won. That's great. That's so super good. But this is where I think, you know, where they say, like, they jump the shark and it's used to it. I don't think this is because yeah. Happy Days has loops and goes up and down in some ways because you this? also, it's number this five. five, right? Out yeah. of like 12? Out of 11. 11? Oh. Yeah. Out of 11. Kind of had the same run as MASH. You know, in almost similar times, but Fonzie, you know, at this point, he jumps in and the show gets weird. They had a, an episode with Robin Williams in season three called My Favorite Working. <laughs> and was it supposed to be random or a, a backdoor pilot? No, it was just a random thing that ends up being Richie's dream. Okay. And where he did this, and then that became real, and then became a spinoff because everybody loved that episode. <laughs> because Robert Williams is nuts. Yeah, he's yeah. nuts, and he's convincing. And there's there's 
points in that episode, I can, the clip isn't going to translate to audio too much, but they're having a fight in Al's diner where everyone is, you know, Mork froze everybody Mm -hmm. and they're having a fight with it where Mork has abilities to zap people with his fingers and Fonzie is stopping it with his thumb. And yeah, yeah, you go like, huh? Yeah, I know you're thinking of probably some other things too. Uh, uh, yeah, but uh, Fonzie does a joke. thumb up and stops. And there's really actually some funny stuff, like you know where Mork zaps Ralph Malph and he runs out with no, you know, with his in his underwear. Yeah, his clothes. You know, and then disappear there, and then you know suddenly it's got fuck Scott Bayo on it, and he walks <laughs> off the screen, which is great. Scott Bayo, yeah. <laughs> you know, where they're figuring out they can control people, but Fonzie does a snap, gets the girl to kiss him, and goes back, and they go back and forth. But you do find at that point where, like, in that Mork, in that, the original Mork episode, he's going to take Richie back to his home planet. Okay. And he ends up after that, because they had the contest, even though Fonzie loses, he was still the greatest competitor, and he agrees to take Fonzie. And you know that I believe, if you want to look at anything, Fred Fox, the Jump the Shark writer, even said he's like, no, this is not. And there are several episodes after this where you see stuff gets fucking weird. <laughs> you know, stuff gets weird. You got fuck Scott Baio in there, <laughs> and you know it turns out they can do. You know, there's a, an episode where they they go to Vegas and you know Fonzie screws up a magician because he can do better trips than a magician who's been practicing for years because he's Fonzie bro yeah and yeah right I mean because he's actually magic yeah which we'll get to yeah you gotta try different things they won't all work no it's just still but every time you see it Fonzie's there everything is okay yeah and in my mind, it was okay. And there's points in that, in that clip from the my favorite orchid. Look it up on YouTube. We'll probably post it on our Facebook page, gang. But if you look it up on YouTube, there's a point there where there actually looks like they're playing ping pong with Al. <laughs> and they're doing that where like Robin Williams is zapping Al to go one way and Fonzie is snapping. And then he's going one way and they end up snapping him right into the kitchen. And it's really, it's really funny. Of Ed Milano, just like totally, like not knowing what he's doing is great. Um, but you know, they jump the shark, and then Richie um, decides that he's he's going to go back to be a journalist and throws the contract no! in the water. Why would you do that? Because Richie, ah! Richie does not make good decisions. No, uh... no, no, no. And they head back home, but there's a cutesy scene where like. <laughs> Mrs. Cunningham wants to get all the souvenirs. Oh God! Right, like of the everything that says California. A, yeah, a weird pillow, weird hat that says California. Wants Howard to go ahead and buy this piece of driftwood in the gift shop to make a lamp out of. I don't and know how to make a lamp. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, they're sitting there. He's like, I don't even know how to make a damn lamp. You can make it with a potato. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I can't get the wire in there. And, like, Richie's not even looking. And he's like, well, you know. And, and there's a line there in this episode that's always so damn funny to me. So I wish it was like Ozzy and Harriet. <laughs> I wish we were in a TV show where I'd say you're going to college and that's that. And then they but looked we're at the not. camera and started laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly, Henry Winkler was off the side. He couldn't stop laughing. And I didn't have multiple takes. 
And then, you know, Erin Morin was the same way. Uh, just kind of like, she just like, I don't know, they, they all just couldn't stop laughing. Mm. And it took multiple takes to even do it. And they hit on home. And then everything's fine. And they got souvenirs for everybody. And, <laughs> and they give a souvenir to Al. And Al's just like, oh, is that no, it's okay, I'll wear it later. So yeah. I'll wear it later. Ah, fine. <laughs> and it's a Mickey Mouse hat with uh, it says Alfred. Alfred across it. <laughs> like, hi hey, boys and girls, this is nice. But the thing is like, well, isn't it nice that people buy presents and this is nice people are like, you might as well give it to him before he starts crying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but that brings us to Can the I, end of this exploration. I gotta say, I feel like jump a shark, it's more jumping a shark that they ended up in Hollywood than the actual shark jump, I think. Totally agree with you. Totally, totally agree with you. And yeah. yeah, and at the end of the episode, as I mentioned before, uh, Al tells uh, it's like, uh, uh, Fonz, we're, we're gonna go. Just like close up and turn off the lights before you go." And the Fonz doesn't you. He's too cool for yeah. light switches. He just <laughs> punches the wall near the light switch, and the lights turn off, which tells me he's a technomancer, <laughs> just yeah. fully. Yeah. yeah, he's got mutant powers or yeah. knocker. Join yeah. yeah, yeah, the X Men. But there is a really nice thing the where he Fonz has like, a fae. yeah, the yeah. Fonz is a fae. Yeah, it makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. And there is a really nice thing where they get that little cardboard cutout by Fonzie or Superstar, which is made out of like you know construction paper and mm-hmm. you know a card. You know, he gets content where he's like, you know, he wanted Hollywood, he wanted to get out, he wanted to do something new, and then he's like, you know what, this is nice. I have my you know, like he's like, I want to get fame. I want to do things great. So, you know what? I like fixing okay. cars. He's like, but you know what? This I have my okay. family here. I'm yeah. a mechanic. I'm good yeah. at it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I'm Wisconsin, Milwaukee, you're all right. I would totally and, at least just go a few years, get some money. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. If you don't like Save, it, you yeah. can get Save out. Save up yeah. and come home. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. But... It was the humbleness of Henry Winkler, and you know this. It's also happens, supposed yeah. to be like a homey TV show. Yeah, you, you know, the main characters are not going to go off and seek their fortune yeah. when the TV show is still popular. Yeah, <laughs> they will yeah. go off and seek their fortune yeah. the episode before the last yeah. one because right. you have it, to have the penultimate episode. Yeah. Say yeah, and, to most yeah and it won't be like they'll move out to California. That'll be for Laverne and Shirley when right. they move uh, out to California in right. season five. And then they have season six, which ends up being just Laverne. Right. Because everybody else just went ahead and left. Oh, that's... And Cindy Williams quit and everybody else there. And, the, like, uh, um, you know, the Penny Marshall just going, I still want to be here. Right. It's, uh, it's Penny Marshall, Gary Marshall. Yeah. 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 And that whole vehicle. And, I mean, this is still the Gary Marshall vehicle itself. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I would say, folks, if you really want to check these out, do so. Um, and I say go on Pluto TV. There is the Happy Days channel, which plays loops of Happy Days, uh, Laverne and Shirley, and Mark and Mindy. Although it's, um, are they still doing that thing where it's a handful of episodes yep. for the whole week? Yeah. So if you watch the first few, then it'll come back around. Yeah, it's a loop of like 20 episodes. The next day, yeah. it'll be the same loop. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it's about like three, that. four days or so. Yeah. That threw me off because I'm like, oh! Yeah. Wait, I just saw this. What? Yeah. yeah. 
It yeah. probably, probably has to do with uh, uh, yeah. copyrights and, 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 and what's... And, and if you no, have Amazon TV Prime. is just like, we don't care. Oh, okay. yeah. And if you have Amazon Prime, you can see most mm. of the episodes. Just mm. not nearly all of them. You can see, two, you can see two-thirds yeah. of, the, of the episodes <laughs> we covered. Yeah. Oh, God, honey, I gotta show you that Daily Motion one. Oh, it why? is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Mirror yeah. universe nonsense yeah. at, at like seventy five percent speed. Yeah. Oh, everyone sounds <laughs> just a little drunk. Yeah. Sad nights. Yeah, sad nights. It's not happy. Oh, it's not happy. It's sad nights. Yeah. Um, About yeah. drug drunk yeah. weekends. Yeah. <laughs> now, I mean, there's greater episodes of Happy Days, like one where they had to all try out for ROTC. And, uh, I, awesome. I saw yeah. that episode. Yeah. It was up there. I'm, it's just called ROTC. Yeah, and there's an episode where the house, the Cunningham house, gets robbed, and Fonzie figures out a way to deal with the burglar. <laughs> or, is the burglar still in the house? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, the burglar is hiding from what he thinks is the cops, and and the. Uh, in the in a side uh, little closet, I see. And, you know, and then they're trying to like, there's a burglar in there, and they're whispering to him. He's like, oh, and he takes a uh, he takes a little chair and just shoves it underneath the, <laughs> the knob. He's yeah. like, they're like, oh, okay. And the Thanks. burglar goes, come on, let me out. <laughs> yeah, problem they, solved. Talk. I'm hungry, and they slide a piece of pizza underneath the door. <laughs> Those doors have enough space under them. To fit a slice of pizza, I think you have more problems than just a burger. Well, it's a New York slice. They like yeah, they'll they'll cut you. It's a thin, <laughs> uh, thin crust. But it is actually it's one of the one of my favorites. But you know, it's for me. I mean, this is one I said everything. Anytime Fonzie is around, everything's okay. And I just want to thank Kaz for a wonderful birthday present oh, about this yes. time next week. We are heading to Boston, and I will achieve a lifelong dream of meeting Henry Winkler face nice. to face. Nice, very cool. Nice. And yeah, you can sign up, get pictures. I I will choke up when I talk about that even more, and I'm trying very hard to not tell everybody about it because I don't want to jinx it. And you just you told know, the internet things. Yeah, but you know, but you know, this is one I I. I've been wanting to do this since, you know, hell, since it was nearly 30 years ago where I had a jean jacket and a slide <laughs> as a kid. And Big Red Slide up, Park. Yeah, and ended up meeting Kaz when we were kids and, you know, like, holy shit. It was junior high. Yeah. Like, holy crap. No, you, you were, I was, we were both nine years old at the time. Oh. Mm. I was like, yeah, we, yeah, we, we didn't meet yeah. Henry Winkler. We yeah. just saw I, him. Not yeah. you, me. <laughs> we were both there. You were there in a different area. Yeah. I got to do that. I, I got just, to handle the whole thing. I still it think great. it's. I just still think it's great. Walks yeah. in, sees a bunch of cosplayers. Uh huh. Walks out and turns around and just the the look of confusion on the man's face <laughs> and me just sitting there. I'm pretty much the only person in regular clothes and a name badge, and I'm just like. Yeah, that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, for me, this, I've been sending tweets to Henry Winkler for about a month now oh. uh, with the with the website and with everything, and I'm kind of hoping, you know, at some point, like, I walk up, say hi, and he's like, I think I know who you are. <laughs> um, and, you know, hopefully it goes very cool. well. Um, well, good luck uh, to you, my yeah. friend. Let us yeah. know how that goes. Oh, yes. I will definitely tell you because I'll probably. Oh my fucking god, it happened! 
I'll be sharing it with many, many fucking people as soon as that happens. Um, this will either be a something that'll go viral on the internet for something stupid, or it'll be just a heartwarming thing. I'll be able to say. Um, so that brings us to a close of the Happy Days re- uh, retrospective and salute to Henry Winkler. Um, we're gonna do a little more next month, and this is gonna be some fun because. What are we doing? The others are inflicting <laughs> movies on the two of us. I am inflicting <laughs> movies on you. Go. Basically, the theme I came up with is you really haven't seen that? <laughs> yep. It's like, how have you? Oh, we must fix this. Yeah. But it's all comedies. Yeah. So I'm not going to be you know, jumping from, you know, this hysterical thing to this drama. No, man. We need something fun. It's August. It's fucking hot. Yeah. Right? We just, you know, it's we, hot. we don't need fun. drama. We don't need to think about shit. Yeah. No, it's just going to be funny stupid and shit, yeah. stupidity, and that's what I need yeah. in my life. It's like, it's yeah. hot out there. Don't get near me. You will spoil my aura. You'll spoil my aura, yeah. and you will understand that when we watch that movie. That'd be great. So, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and close that. I would say be good, take care of yourself. And don't be too good. Hey. <laughs>